Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another off-season pod going through the teams. We've arrived at Team 11 today. It is the Brisbane Broncos. I've got numbers with me, mate. Nom, how are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Ready to uh, rip in. Look, the first thing you hear when I say the Brisbane Broncos in 11th place, what's your thoughts immediately? Uh, fair. I mean, you know, last season was a funny one. They they started the season off so well. They were, you know, in, in the top four with a few weeks out and then they've sort of just shut the bed and then finished at ninth or something, right? Yeah, so they were top four up until that para game. I think that was round 18, I believe. Uh, obviously capitulated at the end, didn't make the eight. Uh, and then I guess well, let's start the preview non by talking about the latest bits of saga with uh, my boy Selwyn Cobbo. Who went on a podcast? Now, granted, this wasn't—I think it was about November that he went on that podcast, but it is surfaced now. Kevy's not a good coach. He walked out on a game when we were—they were getting pumped. It's not really great signs that 2023 is going to be a lot more different for a chemistry perspective. Yeah, not good. Not sure if you know um, uh, Selwyn there is a lone wolf or whether it's a broader team uh sort of opinion because i know you know just today i think Corey oates came and jumped out to the defense of kevy so you know i think i think Corey oates enjoys playing first grade not playing reserves that's going to <laughs> kevy so let's go into the starting 17 then we can discuss it because i think it's one of the more interesting super coach sides this season so reese walsh uh the young gun at fullback Corey oates on cobo on the wings herbie farnworth katoni staggs in the centers ezra mam adam reynolds in the halves a front row of Tom Flegler, Payne Haas, Corey Pakes. In the back row, Kurt Capewell, Jordan Ricky, Pat Carrigan. And on the bench, Billy Walters, Corey Jensen, TC Rabardi, and Kobe Hetherington. So what stands out first, Tom? I guess for me, it's Reese Walsh. Is there anyone else that stands out for you in terms of just out and out? You're just really intrigued to see how the season goes for that player in this Brisbane side. Uh, well, definitely Pat Carrigan. I mean, he came back from the ACL. And he absolutely brained it. I mean, coming back from ACL. And then, you know, this year will be second year back from ACL. So man, I'm licking my lips if I, I I can snag him in the first few rounds. When you look at this side on paper, Nom, there is so much super coach talent here. Like there is guys who I will not be mad. Like if I just quickly run through the guys I like, we'll obviously go through our particular guns in a minute. But just in terms of if I had to draft this player, I wouldn't be mad at it. Reese Walsh, Herbie Farnworth, Katoni Stagg, Selwyn Cobber, Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds, uh, Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan. Well, that's a lot of names that just rattled off of, of guys who I would enjoy having in this team. But for some yeah. reason, I've got him in it, obviously 11th place here. Whether it's the coach, whether it's the Adam Reynolds injury concern, Reese Walsh adapting to a new team. I don't know what it is. There's something is a bit off on this team. What What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I don't know if it's a sort of cohesion thing because, you know, you're right. On paper, they they got some good outside backs, some... You know, some great forwards, and then you got Adam Reynolds and you know Ezra Man up and coming steering the ship. So, you know, on paper it's not too bad, but uh look, to be honest, I, I feel like if they had just snuck into the finals, we wouldn't be this down in the Broncos. It's 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 a tricky one. It might be that that sort of cohesion. I don't know if it is, you know, Billy uh I'm sorry, uh Walters according to Selwyn Cobbo. It's yeah, it's hard to put my finger on. It's funny because as I was doing the previews, I feel like all the teams around Brisbane who have got above them improved this year in, in a certain way or was already established above them. You, 
if you asked me at the start of the last season, if I said to you, Reese Walsh is going to be back on this team, I would have been like, oh, 100% top six, maybe even pushing top four. But, you know, I was going through it and just, like I said, there's something that's not there. But let's quickly pick out some of the other things in this squad. There is some good depth in this squad. Uh, so if you look at some of the outside backs who they'll be able to plug in play into certain positions, you know, guys like uh, uh, Deloise Hoyter, you know, Mariner in the halves, you've got uh, Jock Madden, you still got Jesse Arthurs, Jordan Pereira there, the front row, Palacia, Pia Cora. So there's a lot of good depth as well. But like I said, just something that is missing. And maybe it is the coach. Maybe it's the coach, but yeah, there's, there is something missing. I will, let's point out Nom, the center pairing here, Herbie Farnworth, Katoni Staggs. A very, very nice center pairing to have in NRL and in Supercoach. Very Supercoach friendly games for both of them. Yeah, 100%. Katoni uh, Staggs, I mean, everyone was very high on him last year and he didn't quite, you know, reach those expectations. But, geez, like, he, he is a walking highlights reel, though. When he's on, he's on. Yeah, 100%. He's one of those guys. I drafted him in the third round last year. I think it was the first center off our or second center off our board behind To'o. Yeah. Um, and, look, he had moments. There were times where he, where he would turn up and get, like, 12 tackle breaks in a game. You know, yeah. love to see it. But... I actually think Herbie's the play this year. Herbie Farnworth has got, to me, he is a slightly less version of Campbell Graham. You have a very, very nice floor, and you've got some nice attacking stats in there as well. So I think any of those centers you'll be happy with. Let's go back to that front row, because you did mention Pat Carrigan. He's going to be my number one gun in this team, actually, mm-hmm. over Payne Haas. I think Pat Carrigan, yes, he's 2RF only. It's a stacked 2RF this year, but what he did coming off that injury... You look at Origin and then in the World Cup, he absolutely gunned it. He was the best forward on the park for a lot of those games. And I just think that another full off-season going into this year, he's the unquestioned leader of this forward pack. Yeah, 100%. And with Payne Haas, I mean, you know, years gone by, he would have been first-round pick. But, you know, front-row forwards, I don't really tickle my fancy the past uh, season or two. Well, look, that brings us to Payne Haas because I do have to put him in the guns, but... I would also put him as a slide avoid because there's obviously a lot of off-field stuff with pain that we won't touch right now. But just in terms of on the park, it's been two years since he had that real standout game where he was, you know, eating meters up and playing big minutes. Kevy is, you know, playing a bit of a Tom Malolo role where, you know, the minutes aren't always there like you think they are. He's had a couple of injuries as well. I don't know. He's someone that obviously if he was your first front row forward, you're definitely happy with it. You know, if he drops to, if we talk about our league, number 12-man league, if he was there, start of the third round, for example, tremendous value. But is someone going to pick him in the first round back in uh, top of the second? I can't see it. If they did, power to that person. But I would love to have him in my team, but there's there's definitely a price I would put on it this year. Yeah, 100%. Gun three. No, I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going Ezra Mam. I think that this kid is going to be it this year. He, You saw what he did last year, really out of nowhere. There, were, there was rumors that, you know, He's going to be the guy this year and, you know, he might jag a couple of games and not give up the spot, but he was an absolute out-and-out gun last year and he's only 5'8". 5'8", again, is a deep one this year. You know, if you get him as the eighth 5'8 off the board, I think you're absolutely cheering. Yeah, look, 5'8", another sort of position where it's very shallow in depth and he was very... He's one of those players where you'd love to watch and if you sort of... If you have him on your team, it, it's it's going to be uh, a joy to watch these Bronco games. So, um, yeah, more for it. Let's go to the first avoid. I've actually got a group here. It's 
any hooker in this co- in this club because it looks like it's either going to be Corey Pakes or uh, Billy Walters. I don't want any of them. I don't know who's going to get the minutes. Uh, I don't think they're going to be playing a dominant number nine game anyway. It's going to be straight to Mam and Reynolds anyway. So I think any number nine stay away. Any thoughts there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Looking at the minutes, you know, ideally with hookers, you sort of want them to have a solid base, and to have a solid base and make those tackles, you need minutes. And you know, looking at you know, both Billy Walters and uh, Corey Pakes, yeah, you know, at least they're not sharing it with um, uh, who's that? Uh, he's gone to the Roosters. Terps, Jake Turpin. Terps, yeah. At least he's not sharing it three way. But yeah, look, the minutes maybe 40, 50 each, and yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. Well, look, that's the first avoid. There's no one else I'd really, really, really want to avoid. I think, you know, there's a slight one on an overdraft on Reese Walsh, and I am the fan of the I have the president of the Re, the Reese Walsh fanboy club. Um, but there's gonna be a lot of guys thinking. He'll be second choice kick goal kicker in this team potentially behind Aim Ray, fullback in this team. I could see him getting drafted second round. I'll probably just want to tell people don't do that. Uh, I think I've got to have him as maybe around four grade. Um, yeah, look, is you saw at the great times of the Warriors, he's an out and out gun and he can score anywhere on the park. But this team has a lot of attacking weapons and that Warriors seems to be played in didn't. He was the vocal attack. Whereas here, you know, Farnworth, Staggs, uh, Mam, Reynolds, all be touching the ball first. So just a slight one on him. And in the same way, Solon Cobo has made his way onto this avoid list only because if he goes to Kevy's doghouse now, we may not see him again. So Selwyn <laughs> and Reese. Corey Oates 2020 and 21. Exactly right. Reese Walsh, Selwyn Cobo, I will definitely draft him. Get me wrong if the, if the value is right. But there's a slight. I just want to question it now, just because obviously Reese Walsh in this new system, Selwyn Cobo telling the coach he's a good guy but a shit coach. So I just want to get it out there. Yeah, no, I think it would be a stay away from my end. Well, look, that's it for the Broncos. Norm. Any last parting thoughts? Obviously, this is like I said, this is a team that out of all these bottom eight teams, this is probably the most stacked super coach uh, relevant side. Is there any thoughts in terms of the drafters, especially where do you want to go heavy on Brisbane players or do you think just play, play it as you see it? Yeah, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't maybe you know aside from Pat Garrett, as we said, uh, the rest of the team I'm sort of watching and waiting. You know, with the Reese Walsh, not that you can you know pick any of these guys up from from waivers or anything, but it's just uh, th- there's a bit of sort of uncertainty on t- you know which Broncos team are we going to get. So for that reason, I think uh, I'm going I'm going to. Um, sort of sit and wait until the later rounds. There might be value, as you said, but yeah. 100%. We'll leave it there, mate. Thank you for jumping on. Always a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back with another team very soon. So thanks for listening. Have a great day, and we'll hear from you soon. Cheers.